0: We're back. We're back. Or we're. we're This is wait. Joshua and Phoebe yell about movies. Is back?
1: It hasn't been that long.
0: It feels like it. Did we take a vacation? I
1: think we took a year.
0: I I I, I think so. We're we're still. Are we still married?
1: I think we got married, and that's what happened. Yeah,
0: that's it. Was like we things got in the way. We went went to wrestling shows. I mean, people died. I mean, um, moms needed help. I mean, so much happened.
1: Well, we've gone to the movies again at least thirty times, and we didn't make. At, at least
0: thirty times, Oops. we yeah. love the movies. I Wakanda mean, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever, Avatar Two. It's the same movie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the menu today. Excellent movie. Excellent. Super fun. How fun? Super. 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 All right. Yell about directors, yell about the plot, yell about the acting, but they also talk a lot, but mostly Joshua and Phoebe, yell yeah, about the movies. Fantastic. Let's get into it. The menu, um, I remember at the beginning of the movie when everybody was getting off on the dock on this uh, exotic island where this supposed uh, restaurant is. Uh, by the way, so the setup is uh, everybody in movie land here uh, apparently you pay uh, a lot of money. I think it was $1,000. No, $2,000. dollars Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. It was in the middle uh, to, to get on a boat and go to a private island restaurant. That's, uh, that's crazy. That's like some Jurassic Park level stuff, but...
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a mockery of the fine dining experiences we know today, but which are also apparently dying uh, now that was it Noma in Copenhagen, the world's best restaurant, is now closed because the model isn't sustainable. So uh, it's a fun spoof
0: off of this
1: hobby?
0: Yeah, of course the model's not sustainable because they can't pay anybody enough. How about, here's an idea, how about you charge more money? <laughs> then you could pay people more, then you could take time off. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> not so hard. These rich people will pay anything, don't you know that? I uh, am guilty, though, of having
1: fine dining experiences. I went to a live in Madison mm-hmm. and, uh, and Dan. I do not regret either of those experiences. However, I think paying what I paid for both of those experiences makes me somewhat of a bad person.
0: <laughs> I um paid a hundred dollars for a Stetson hat one time.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> uh and then I then, I, then I, I I put one on hold for nine months and I came back and bought another one for a hundred dollars.
1: Well, at least you still have the hat. I've already digested the food. <laughs>
0: Listen, yeah, but you you get great art out of it. That was another message of the film. This uh, this food is art. It's like Michelangelo. What do you think? Let's uh, let's talk about that conceit. Is food art?
1: I think it can be art. Of course, you have a palette. You have mixtures. You have like water for chocolate. How about that book and that movie where you know it talks about the relationship to you know food and, and man? Food is central. It's yeah, of course, it's an art.
0: Culinary arts. There you go, yes, but that theme is prevalent throughout the movie, that uh, if if it's art, why do we ignore the things that make us feel good, like a simple cheeseburger? Well,
1: Rafe Fiennes' character, Chef Julian Slowick, is saying that the consumerism of people is what is destroying the art. We have a few characters in here. Uh, Spoiler alerts always for this podcast, right, Josh? Oh,
0: yeah. Right.
1: This is for people that never intend to see the movie or want to talk turkey about it.
0: We talk turkey.
1: Right. So you have the critic that ruins people's careers. You have the older rich couple that's been there eleven times, remember nothing of their experiences or any <laughs> dishes because they're just consuming. You've got the uh,
0: the inf- finance bros. The
1: finance bros that are working for. The financier that is the reason for this restaurant existing, Hawthorne. Yeah. You've got...
0: John Leguizamo. A famous
1: actor, Ooh. which apparently he based his character on Steven Seagal, who he worked with, who he quote describes as a bit of an a-hole and uh-huh. a bully. Oh. So I, I didn't get any... Um, steven seagal vibes that is from his
0: that, that is too bad i didn't get any either and if i had it would have been great then he could have stood up and defended themselves which was one of my main problems with the movie everybody like a frog and a stupa just sat there and let themselves be violated and uh, eventually killed
1: and they paid for it and they paid thanked for them for Thank for, them. for killing them at the end yeah, that was that that one sort of broke the fourth wall for me.
0: Anyway, the, the the whole film's a fantasy, and then the it's a farce, and then the farce gets stretched really thin by, uh, yeah, the, the killing. But anyway, let's uh, let's get into it a little bit at a time. Uh, I went into this film knowing very little about it. Did you know anything about it?
1: I knew that there was something deadly in the air from the trailer, right and i knew it had something to do with a gathering of people and food. I mean, just from the trailer, i think i thought this was like The Glass Onion where you had a whole bunch of
0: people yes. together on a some sort of murder mystery. If you remember i remarked that when everybody all the rich people get off in the boats of this island and then i was like, is this The Glass Onion again? Because it was <laughs> like a, a, a rich island with a lot of people on it and they're sort of dependent on this one guy.
1: Yeah. It's interesting how media is now reflecting back this consumer driven wealthy 1% culture that we've kind of been idolizing i, I don't know if it's covid i don't know mm-hmm. if it's the economy i don't know what it is but it's kind of nice to see people uh wake up even though i am
0: guilty of imbibing in 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 this Luxurious experience. Well, 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 like you said, are are have we woken up? I mean, we complain about it. We uh, we still use Amazon. The point is, uh, we complain about things, and then we just I, I feel we let them play out over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like that restaurant really could happen, minus the killings. Right, minus the killings.
1: Right. Well, because... the only person that apparently, allegedly, mm-hmm. wasn't killed was the other character, uh, Anya Joy what's her name? Anya Taylor-Joy. The only person that wasn't killed was the other person in the service industry, Margot, who was played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, who That wasn't even her real name anyway, but she was the only one that saw things from his perspective.
0: Yeah, I, I, I loved his perspective and it was... Um it was like a little puzzle that she uh she kind of figured out we're we're jumping all over the place but yeah it was like a puzzle he did things in a certain order like every time something strange happened he and people would look up like uh the first thing that happened was what was that what was that thing he made everybody for with the finance bros had he had like their inner Inner secrets printed out on a tortilla or something oh, like that. Oh,
1: he exposed that he was, they were laundering money or they, yeah, like, they were ripping off their own investor or something.
0: Yeah, and he the, had, that they worked for. And he had like a private email about that printed out on a tortilla.
1: Right, right. Everybody's
0: <laughs> filthy secrets and
1: reasons why they were dying was printed out on the first course, the tortilla, or was it the Paco? <laughs> yeah, the
0: right whatever whatever that machine was called. Who wouldn't want to print out things on a on a taco for goodness sake?
1: Anyway, you know that you know that this restaurant is actually dis- the food was created and designed by a real 3 Michelin star chef.
0: I did not know
1: that. And the only and the only female chef to have earned 3 Michelin stars in the United States and that is Dominic Shen, I believe is how you say no, Dominic Kren. sorry. Uh and I
0: think she has a restaurant in San francisco anyway so uh so the so the setup okay so we didn't know we didn't know anything going into the movie and i would say that the trailer did, does a fairly good job of sort of camouflaging uh what's really going on, and that's that's good it's it is uh it's rare that you see a trailer that doesn't pretty much give away the whole plot of the film right mm-hmm. uh it's a misdirect, you know there's something going on so like so it leaves, it leaves us wondering, and it, it was more interesting to watch, like, who, where does the violence start? What's happening? And you sort of like, is it from the restaurant? We didn't even know it was from the... I mean, at first, like, everybody was acting weird, like, like, a like Hong Chow. Mm-hmm. She was... Elsa. Elsa. Super I mean... Super cool. Did you think that she felt like a real character?
1: Um, I feel like... Everybody that would choose to live on an island <laughs> to devote themselves <laughs> to cooking and killing um, are not real characters. So I enjoyed how odd she was. Apparently, uh, Hong Chao worked really hard to make Elsa more interesting. They wanted her to be really plain uh, and invisible, but I think
0: she really stood out.
1: I think she'll win awards for this.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was oh, that was the other conceit. Uh, the entire restaurant staff lives
1: on the island. Yeah. Right, You're completely. Enslaved. It doesn't make any sense, but no, it doesn't. But at the same time, whenever something serious happened, I was genuinely surprised, yeah. and shocked, and, mm-hmm. and shook. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. the The only way anybody would live on an island and cook is if they're making a lot of money because otherwise what's the point of living if you you have nowhere to spend it do you think amazon delivers to this deserted island
1: well i think they were saying they were completely devoted to their craft the same way that the sociopath uh slowick the chef yeah. was um yeah
0: yeah you mean like like he would clap to get everybody's attention and uh, every and then uh, the audience so to speak uh, the the people eating would just uh eat it up. Um anyway, <laughs> but they weren't
1: supposed to eat. They're supposed to taste.
0: Taste. Yeah. Taste. Do not eat. Yeah, but <laughs> um and speaking of eating, the uh, the boyfriend character of uh, Anna Taylor Joy, he was eating it up the entire
1: time. What a good actor. What an insufferable role. <laughs>
0: insufferable. Oh yes. my
1: gosh, but such a satisfying <laughs> death.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh Oh, you really, you really hated him, but like at the same time, do you feel that like he? Did, I don't know. I, I didn't. I felt like the chef went overboard. He was like rooting the chef on the whole time, and the chef really mocked him hard when he put a, a a coat on him and declared him a a cook. He's like, "You're a cook," and then get up, get out there and cook, just so he could mock him. Well, what? I
1: think. It's what do you be- think? I think it's because I mean, from the surface, mm-hmm. Tyler, this yeah. character looks like he's fully appreciating this food. So why yeah. would he be so mad at him if he yes. worships his art, but he doesn't. Tyler makes himself the center of the art. He makes all of that food and that entire experience about him, the way he degrades and possesses and owns his date. who wasn't even supposed to be there. And I think she, he hired her too. He just makes it all about him. He hired her. He owns things he possesses. And that took the joy out of it, which is why he made a showcase out of him by putting the cook's jacket on him and exposed him for having no talent or any substance or any true appreciation of the art because he couldn't recreate even like what did he make lamb
0: yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't a very complicated recipe but uh and at the end uh ray finds really he was he's really funny uh he was like this tastes absolutely bad actually very it's very bad <laughs> it's just uh he uh his his acting is very subtle uh and it's a it's it's a lot of fun to watch he's he's really a master of his craft Mm -hmm. Uh, he really is
1: he really is it hasn't (laughs) faded i first saw him in schindler's list and i was terrified because hello nazis but also his character was so creepy he's just so commanding over the camera i just love him i don't i don't uh, he can call himself whatever he wants. he could spell his name carol and call it michelle if he wants to i don't care i'll but i'll i'll, I'll go see him well the english patience was uh, should never have been made
0: yes uh anyway it's it's good to see ray fines in a, a good meaty role uh after all this time
1: oh <laughs> that's good Me-
0: yeah thank you <laughs> uh and it feels like there's a confluence of events and uh often in hollywood and tv with Films of similar themes that come out, like, uh, so because of The Bear, do you think uh, that audiences maybe appreciate this film more because of the show The Bear?
1: I don't know. I think it's deeper than the success of the show The Bear as much as it is this um, commodity, Mm -hmm. the inaccessible commodity of going to a really expensive restaurant where it's it's more than just eating or tasting it's it's a whole performance. I mean, you go to these things that people that are waiting on you do not behave like human beings. They have right. like choreographed reveals. I I I enjoyed my evening at 11 Madison, but to be honest with you, I found some of the courses completely absurd and even like cartoonish.
0: So, that's what I mean. That's where that's where that's where I feel like Quote, unquote, the art uh, interferes with, like, actual enjoyment of the food, which is supposed to be what it's about. Right. Yes. Right. So the one character that lives taps into
1: the chef's enjoyment and memory of when he loved food. She breaks into his personal quarters and yeah. sees that picture. Yeah,
0: sees this picture of when he worked at, what is it, like a hamburger chain? Hamburger plate and, like, yeah, and, and, and he was like, yeah, and he was like an employee of the month or the year or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: So she tapped into that, asked for a burger, straight up traditional American cheeseburger, no frills or anything like that, and fries. And she gets it to go, taps into his. But I think. That she might have been killed too. He did say that the evening doesn't make any sense unless everybody dies. The last thing we see of her Mm -hmm. is her on a boat that's broken down and she eats the burger. Yeah. Do you remember in the beginning of the movie, however, where they're giving a tour, they're being given a tour of the island. Right. And they go into the dairy cow's meat area. It's like they were hanging dairy cow meat in there. Mm-hmm. And she said that if somebody eats, I'm going to butcher this line, but it was like if somebody eats it a minute after it's supposed to be done preserving, that the bacteria will kill the person that's eating it. Do you remember that in the beginning?
0: I I do remember that now, but I, hmm, I don't. I don't know if that corresponds to this burger. Though. Well, why would they mention that
1: at all? Why would they have any kind of sign? I mean, yes, maybe to display that they really know their stuff. Right. But is that the meat, the cow meat that they used to make the burger? And so when she ate that burger, did she die?
0: We don't see it. No. We don't know. No, because it was whatever the process was, uh, once it's cooked, then it's okay. mm and if she would have died, then she would have died from eating it right on the spot. Remember? Oh, no, she didn't start eating it until she got on the boat. She did have a bite. Oh, no, she had a bite. She had, she had a, had a bite. bite there. Okay,
1: well, yeah. you know, just a, a little theory.
0: little theory. That's okay. Hey, maybe he sabotaged the boat. I don't know. But uh, it, it's fun to think about. And I, uh, I, I loved all the little touches in the movie, like when everybody started to get antsy. When the guy shot himself in the mouth uh and he said it's all part of the menu everyone all, that was really cool All part of the menu that was really really cool and then he dressed the guy I mean, down it's
1: nothing it, the, the dying isn't really cool but no. it was as a movie goer i was surprised and i enjoyed that
0: right and i i guess it, it, at that point um at the uh the farce sort of takes over well that, that that was the first part where the farce really takes over like That whole introductory line before the guy kills himself, it was, what was the point of that? Like, he's working here. Was that, do you think that was supposed to have any kind of basis in reality with people who work at restaurants who will never be as good as their chef? Remember, the the line was something about, oh, this is so-and-so, whatever his assistant was. He'll never be as good as me, but he still loves it, don't you? Hmm. yeah remember it was something like that what do you think
1: i mean he could have been driven mad in his pursuit of perfection which does not exist yeah or inferiority i don't know everybody there seemed ready to die (laughs) however so
0: uh except for the old man who tried to leave and he lost a finger
1: okay what was your what was what part of the movie was the most um
0: infuriating (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i was actually going to ask the most like scary what was the one that made you go oh snap this is serious the part that you found the most yeah scary
0: uh startling well it it was it was uh when they basically divided the men up from the women and then said all right and they announced that it was turning into uh, a, a deadly game. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, they're, they're like, <laughs> and they were like, okay, now everybody gets ten seconds before we chase after you. And then one guy, whoever it was, the thing was a finance bro. He took off and he bolted out of there right, right away. Right. Still didn't escape though. Why
1: didn't he escape? That was he should have escaped. <laughs> they pulled another guy that ran later out of a boat. Like why? I don't understand. But
0: anyway, yeah, that that sequence didn't quite work for me because we thought for sure the guys were all going to get drowned.
1: But we would have guessed that i i liked that they brought them all back and it wasn't what i thought it was going to be i like i love the element of surprise i hate predicting what's going to happen and the more movies we watch the more sophisticated you are as a dramaturg to predict of what's coming i mean at this point we could look at trailers and know what's going to happen but
0: right fortunately this film uh completely prevents you from knowing what's happening by just <laughs> making up an ending in characters that have no basis or grounding in reality which so sort of, which should do I don't,
1: don't no? I don't know
0: no? I mean I mean no the the, the reality is why not definitely exist No the okay yeah no the no they they love cooking and yes there are chefs who would want to kill people for the way they're treated and mm-hmm. I guess that's a conceit this is this would drive a chef mad to want to do this but there's there's I mean, there's there's nothing. It's inflated. Yeah, it's yeah. In, it's inflated. Yeah. It's it's like, yeah. So that's that's why we couldn't guess what would happen because it doesn't make any sense that they would pay all this money and go to a.
1: I was fascinated yeah. by all of the different characters that yes. they had. I I don't know what their through line is. Is it that they're insipid? Is it that they're consumers? Is it that they're vapid. Is it that they don't appreciate art? Is it that they don't appreciate anything? Maybe all of the above. But they were all different versions of people that we judge at some point. Especially yeah. that old couple. And I really enjoyed seeing Judith Light. Yes. Shout out to Who's the Boss.
0: She had. Yeah, she had. She had to explain to her husband what 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 any names of any of the courses were, and he still got it wrong.
1: He said cod, and it was actually, like, some rare halibut. Right,
0: and, and, and Ray Fiennes was like, actually, it was a halibut, you donkey.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Did you know that Judith Light, actually, her and her husband, owned a restaurant in Aspen? So she, she personally really enjoyed, apparently, making this film, because she could relate to it. But mm. I don't think the restaurant is open anymore, and I don't know why, but, I don't know, maybe she killed everybody. <laughs> that wasn't even funny.
0: That's Okay. okay. Um well what else is there to say about it did you enjoy the action sequence with Hong Chau and Anna Taylor Joy I
1: didn't I you mean didn't. I didn't you know I I can enjoy a good action fight scene but I'm that one was
0: I would say the most predictable one of a of <laughs> moment of the movie for me but was it was it predictable that uh, Hong Choi would uh Chow. Hong Chow, thank you, would uh, would find out that she was snooping or that once she found out they would have a fight and she would be killed? Mm. What was predictable? That once you saw her that she was going to die?
1: I mean, I was really freaked out when she showed up while she was snooping and trying to get yeah. out of there. And then it was like, I, you cannot replace me. Replace me? me? Uh, you, what? Know, they, they, you know, they added some dimension to her character. So, you know. I really like that actress, though. I thought I I liked Elsa. Oh, she was
0: committed to that character. She My certainly God. was. My, My gosh, God. and the
1: character was committed to,
0: and should you be know, committed. Every everybody was committed to their character. All the all the uh, the people that worked at the restaurant, even the Saint-Mier, um the 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 lady that devised uh, the the other number two assistant lady, the one that said she devised the oh, whole plan to kill yeah. everybody.
1: Oh. Yeah, that it was
0: all, and uh, and then the the restaurant critic lady said, "Oh, you and me, we could start a restaurant." I see you've done some really great things here, and she looked at her and she said, "You know what? That would have meant a lot to me a few years ago."
1: Was she one of the of the restaurants that the critic? Uh, reviewed and closed down
0: yes
1: oh interesting
0: yeah they they were they were really savaging the restaurant critics the apparently
1: this film was super hard for them to make Hmm? apparently this film was very hard for everybody to make because they didn't have any downtime where they could go to the trailer and hang out while it's not their scene or something like that everybody had to be on set the entire time john leguizamo apparently was starving and you're smelling food being cooked from that kitchen because they were actually cooking and apparently he like would order pizzas for the but uh, that's th- I, that can't be true ordering pizzas for everybody to eat because don't they have what do you call it? craft services you should don't have, you have ser- to have craft services on there for people like don't you, they have to take a break you,
0: you should have to have craft services however uh Wait, I was about to say, uh, that's usually if a film has extras, and this film did have extras, actually. A couple, a lot of the restaurant workers. In the beginning. No, a lot of the, right, in the beginning, and a lot of of the restaurant workers were extras, too.
1: However, if everybody had to say, yes, chef, at the same time, doesn't that count Mm. as a line? And doesn't that make them. No,
0: it does not. I know that for a fact because I shouted uh, in the first episode of uh, Flight of the Concords, Mm -hmm. uh, season two. And I did not get credited with uh, that. Oh well I hear a lawsuit brewing. Uh oh. You hear it. You hear it. I was one of the fans of the crazy dogs, you guys. <laughs> Check out HBO Flight of the Concords season two, episode one. I'm right in there.
1: He's a great yeller.
0: I'm an old yeller now. <laughs> okay. Uh telegraph that one. Um okay, well is there anything that we haven't covered that you want to cover? Uh, the death scene of the guy with the wings definitely. That freaked was, me out. wow. That was freaky. Thanks for remembering that. He was like uh, and Ray Fine said uh, it was like a James Bond moment. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, James Bond movies. If you haven't seen them, audience, if you haven't haven't seen them, uh, Roger Moore and Sean Connery, they used to just kill people with like these little quips. I remember uh, Roger Moore when I uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, he was holding up somebody by uh, by his tie on the edge of a building. Yes. And, and the guy answered the Roger Moore's question and he let him drop to his death. Roger Moore walks away and says, helpful chap. So, <laughs> so so this movie achieved like that same level of quips for me, like Ray Fiennes anyway. He was just quipping his way to... Uh,
1: it was just, brutal. Yeah. I found every death pretty brutal with the exception of the finale, the dessert. <clears throat> I thought that was absurd putting them in like
0: banana costumes yeah yeah
1: that yeah yeah they had like a chocolate cap and they had the coat made of vest or whatever you want to call it of marshmallows and then they all like thanked him Uh, they lost they had to end it artfully i guess and maybe he made them all come alive i just didn't buy it i i didn't buy it Oh, oh wait and then there was the other guy that came in that actually turned out to be They thought it was a police officer. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, that's right. The the big twist. Yeah, because Anna Taylor, she found a a radio in uh, Ray Fine's office. Right. And she radioed for help. And the guy shows up. And uh, everybody's a little excited because they think there's someone there to save him. And John Leguizamo leaves him a note, help me or something like that. Right. And then it turns out he's in on it the whole time.
1: But, you know, I thought that they were going to be punished for that, and they weren't. Yeah. I mean, they were going to die anyway, but he made it really clear, like, don't you dare do that or else. It's like, or else what? You're, you know. We're- You're kill
0: us? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Also, the finance pros. Uh, anyway, whatever. I mean, it's the, the film's a big fantasy. The, uh, the, the points it's making are granted in reality. I
1: love to hate everybody in that room. I loved to hate everybody in that room.
0: Yeah, I mean, as lo- basically as long as you don't try to analyze the film and make it real like we're doing, it's like it's I don't like think trying it's to an- a deep
1: film. It's, I don't think there's a deep,
0: really no, deep meaning. It's there. fun. It's it's a fun film, very fun. It's not a deep meaning. Um, it's
1: like Alfred Hitchcock meets Will Ferrell,
0: <laughs> who is one of the producers of the movie, by the way. Him and Adam McKay
1: yeah yeah the
0: crew from Anchorman
1: yeah it's pretty fun I I really enjoyed it and it's one of those movies that I wish I could see again for the first time because those surprises will never be surprises again
0: no they won't but it will always be a fun movie yes chef (laughs) and this concludes the movie portion of our show tonight's movie has been the menu served up by Joshua and Phoebe Dudley
1: there is one other, um, fact about the movie that I could share. When she, bre- when she breaks into his room, yeah, there's an article about him mm-hmm. that says that he works at a restaurant called Tantalus. Have you heard of Tantalus?
0: Uh, no, cause it's not a real restaurant.
1: Tantalus is actually a character in Greek mythology it's a story about a man that invites the gods over to his house and feeds them dinner, but he actually feeds them the meat of his ground up son. And when the gods find out that they've been tricked, Mm -hmm. they curse him by making him very thirsty and hungry, but with an inability in some magic way to ever eat or drink, making eating and drinking completely meaningless to him. As it has become meaningless. To chef. (gasps) Slowic. And
0: He was an epicurean after all. Super deep. (laughs) Well.
1: Just a fun fact. I love you. I love you.
0: And that's our movie, you guys. Thank you. Bye. Okay. They yell about directors, yell about the plot, yell about the acting, but they also talk a lot, but mostly Joshua and Phoebe. Yeah. The movie.